Hi, this is Dennis Cole, and you're listening to On Screen and Beyond. On Screen and Beyond, an inside look into the entertainment world featuring interviews with people from the movie, TV, and music industry, news on upcoming TV and DVD releases, and the rumor mill. And now, here's the host of On Screen and Beyond, Brian Zemrak. Welcome to another edition of On Screen and Beyond. Brian Zemrak with you, and this is episode 44 of On Screen and Beyond. Our guest today on the interview segment is none other than Dennis Cole. He joins us on this episode, and he was, of course, in Felony Squad in the 60s, the Bearcats with Rod Taylor in the 70s, and he was a guest star on just about every show there was in the 70s and 80s. He always seems to be popping up on TV in those times. So we got him right on here on screen and beyond, and we hope you're going to enjoy that one coming up a little bit later on. Uh, We've just returned from the... California Independent Film Festival, where we had a great time, and uh, we saw a whole bunch of people there, saw some very interesting films, and uh, we recorded some short interviews with filmmakers, and those will be posted in the next week or so uh, in the Filmmakers Corner page of www.onscreenandbeyond.com. So if you go to onscreenandbeyond.com and go to the Filmmakers Corner, you can see a little picture of these people's uh, film that they've come up with and also hear an interview with them and there was a a wide variety of different people that we interviewed we interviewed uh, there was Keith he's an illustrator from the movie The Magistical there was Kim she's the producer of a movie called Adopt Adopt a Sailor and Robert he was a film composer for the animated short called Gerald's Last Day and many many more so we know you're going to enjoy those you can check them out at onscreenandbeyond.com and go to the Filmmakers Corner page and like I said, they'll be posted over the next week. Well, it's time to get right into some more movies that are coming your way right here on On Screen and Beyond. And we're going to start off, of course, with Remake Madness. It's all right here on On Screen and Beyond. Please hang up and try again. Well, Remake Madness continues here on On Screen and Beyond. It looks like the 50s TV show Father Knows Best which featured Billy Gray as the son Bud on the show. And, of course, we interviewed him in a past show, and you can check that out at our onscreenandbeyond.com webpage of OSB Podcast Reruns, and you can hear his interview. He gave us a lot of information about Father Knows Best. Well, it looks like they're going to make Father Knows Best into a movie on the big screen. And uh, that's coming your way from New Regency and Fox. We'll keep you updated as it comes. And plans are in the works to remake Roger Corman's 1960 Little Shop of Horrors. Now, that's not the version where it was a musical, you know, in the, what was it, in the 70s or 80s they came out with that one. Um, But uh, this one is the original Roger Corman movie. They're going to remake that. And 1978's Piranha is headed for another remake. And this time, it's going to be in 3D. That's it for Remake Madness and On Screen and Beyond. Coming up next, upcoming movies right here. This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming 
only on Hulu. Well, as far as upcoming movies here on On Screen and Beyond, it looks like author Whitney Strieber's The Nye Incidents is heading for the big screen. His novel is being made into a, uh, a big screen movie, and it's about a fictional medical examiner who is assigned to investigate the murder of an alien abductee. And on Thanksgiving Day this year, Disney rolls out Old Dogs with John Travolta and Robin Williams in a family comedy about two middle-aged guys who have to take care of kids. And in 2010, Johnny Depp will bring you know, his little form of acting back to the Caribbean, but not as Jack Sparrow this time, as a freelance journalist, Paul Kemp, who writes for a rundown newspaper in the Caribbean. And it's uh, in a film called The Rum Diary. And that's about it for upcoming movies on On Screen and Beyond. Coming up next, taking you down to Sequel City. Sequel City and On Screen and Beyond, it looks like The Da Vinci Code with Tom Hanks could get a third outing. Of course, Angels and Demons, which comes out uh, this year, is actually the second one in that series. And author Dan Brown is writing a third book in the series, and Sony will follow with another movie. So get ready for that one. And Mick G, the director of Terminator Salvation out this summer, is already talking sequel, possibly two sequels for that matter. And uh, we'll see what happens after the first movie comes out. And Nanny McPhee 2 is in the works with several people already signed to the picture, including Emma Thompson. And that's it for Sequel City and On Screen and Beyond. Coming up next, we're going to take a trip and find out what's coming out for TV DVDs right here on On Screen and Beyond. TV on DVD, well, it looks like CBS has announced July 21st as the release date of The Lucy Show, the first official season. It's a four-disc set that promises loads of extras, so get ready for that one. Also on July 21st, look for the 80s soap Hotel, the first season. As it arrives on DVD, starring Connie Selica and a host of guest stars on every single episode they had. Just loads of people on that one. And July 14th, Mad Men Season 2 comes to DVD and Blu-ray. And it looks like on July 7th, you can look for Petticoat Junction, the official second season. As it comes rolling down the tracks at the junction. And that's it for TV on DVD. Coming up next, we're going to be looking at movies coming out on DVD. Right here on On Screen and Beyond. on DVD April 28th you can pick up the Jetsons the movie on DVD as well as Hotel for Dogs and on April 28th also you're going to be looking at Bangkok Dangerous with Nicolas Cage Disney's classic Lieutenant Robinson Crusoe is being re-released on DVD on April 28th it stars Dick Van Dyke along with The Million Dollar Duck which stars Dean Jones and those are some classics from Disney that will be coming your way And that's about it right now for Movies on DVD. Coming up next, we are going to have a chat with Dennis Cole right here on On Screen and Beyond. Today's
Today's guest on On Screen and Beyond spent the 70s and 80s as one of the most familiar faces on TV, guest starring in TV shows such as Love American Style, Charlie's Angels, Three's Company, Fantasy Island, A-Team, Baywatch Nights, and many, many more, as well as starring in the series Felony Squad from 1966 to 1969 and Bearcats in 1971. It's Dennis Cole. Welcome to the show, Dennis. Brian, thank you. It's a pleasure to talk to you, and I think when you brought up the 60s, that was the most pleasure. Really? And uh, the the other show was with Rod Taylor, one of the best actors I've ever seen or have ever worked with, and he he did all those movies with Dinah Shore, and and he was going to say, hey, I'm going to fix you up with all these people, (laughs) and uh, it never happened, but we... We were friends, and we uh, we did a lot of shows together. And unfortunately, our series didn't succeed uh, because we were, uh, you know, behind some other people that were more successful than we were. And it was like their second year. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to think of who in the hell it was. Flip Wilson. Uh, you thank you, Flip Wilson. But he had the greatest show going. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, you know, I mean, it was one of those things that you can't you can't beat, you can't fight, so on and so forth. And our producer also did uh, Alias Smith & Jones. Ah, yeah. Uh, and he wrote that, and he wrote our show, produced both shows, directed both shows, which kind of upset me a little bit, but you know, we became friends. I mean, because he called me to ask me if I would do it. Mm-hmm. So what am I going to say? No. <laughs> you know, that's Doug Hayes. Uh-huh, yeah. And Doug Hayes was a great writer. I mean, you know, in fact, he goes back to the uh, uh, the Warner Brothers series, uh, but he did so many series that he wrote, produced, and directed and he did this thing with us, and uh, he had me in mind for this, and then we had some problems. Uh, but he was such a great director, a great, you know, writer. Mm-hmm. Uh, Doug Hayes Jr. is his name. Yeah. And uh, his son is now writing other things. Oh, really? And I, I wish I could think at this moment what what that other project was, but he did it with Nick Nolte. Ah, yeah. And that's uh, the part I was supposed to have, but, you know, we had a disagreement and blah, blah, blah. That's how, you know, show business goes. Right, yeah. And Nick Nolte has become an incredible uh, actor and and star since that time. Hmm. And I wish I could think of the name of the show, but I can at this moment. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I hope you can. Can you? No, no, I can't think of what. Ni- okay, Nick you are at strike one. <laughs> no, I, I'm kidding. Yeah, but uh, I mean, he was uh, he was a great director, and you know, having someone call you and say, "I want you to do this, I want you to do that," I mean, it's a great compliment as an actor. Oh yeah, and you know, I mean, there's nothing you can go. You know where you can go from there. Yeah. So I was very pleased that uh, I was able to work with them. Hmm. 
It's just the other show that was a problem. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I did Bearcats with him. Uh, do you remember that? Yeah, I, I always, enjoy- I always but, enjoyed uh, that show. Yeah, Bearcats was good, but we had a little problem on Bearcats. And then they uh, they did another show. I can't even think. They ended up using... Uh, uh, when we had our disagreement, they ended up using another actor and who, you know, was so apologetic hmm. yeah. that they used him instead of me. And, I mean, it was my mistake. I had a manager that, you know, the, the greatest thing, if I can share this with you, is that if you don't have the right people, you're in big trouble. Right, yeah. And I got in big trouble on that show. And I thought I was, you know, the man Macho Dean and all that stuff. Yeah. And I found out that I wasn't, <laughs> you know. I yeah. mean, it's just, Brian, it, it's a strange, this business is a strange, strange commodity. Yeah. And, you know, if you make mistakes, you pay. Mm. And I, uh, unfortunately, on this show, I thought I was the uh, the big guy and, uh you know, it was with William Shatner. Okay. And I did the pilot, and then they fired me on April 1st, April Fool's Day. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I mean, it was one of those things, and I realized I made a big mistake. Ah, uh, yeah. But, again, you know, you can't live by the past. You have to go, okay, I'm going to go on and on and on and on. Yeah. But when you make mistakes, you can really follow yourself up. Right, yeah. But uh, Doug Hayes uh, was a great producer, great director, and everything else. And we had Bill Bixby was the director of this show. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, I wish I could really go into the whole story of, of the show. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's like it's so strange because I had bodyguards. I, You know, all of a sudden I thought I was with the mafia. Wow. And I had these guys that were, you know, bodyguarding me, and I'm going, why do I need this? <laughs> and so it scared me to death. And my old agent, uh, you know, my former agent, I should say, not old agent, right. <laughs> told me, Mrs. Dennis, what are you doing? You're ruining your career. Hmm. And I said, well, yeah, so what? <laughs> I mean, that was my response. Yeah. Because I thought I was a macho guy, but he, I mean, in reality, I was scared to death. Yeah. Hmm. And it ended up happening, and they they got Doug McClure to play my part. Yeah, in, in the Bobby Court. I think of that name before. And Doug was having a uh, <clears throat> an emotional problem at the time, and then they blamed that on me. Yeah, I mean, everyone gets blamed. Right, yeah. Except the bottom line is that I blame myself Yeah. for making, having the wrong manager, you know, telling me that I was Sinatra the second. Right. <laughs> Even though I didn't sing. Yeah. <laughs> he said, hey, you know, you got the bo- honkers, you know, to do this, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And the bottom line was it didn't work out that way. Yeah. But I made some major mistakes in my career, hmm. and uh, my career suffered from it. Yeah. yeah. 
Now, when you started out, I understand you were a, uh, actually a model before you were an actor? Well, no, I, actually I was a stuntman. Oh, you were a stuntman, okay. Yeah, and I worked with uh, many, I mean, there are many shows, I can't even remember them, but I ended up becoming friends with Troy Donahue. Mm-hmm, yeah. And I became his double, and we became really close friends, and he was trying to help me, you know, become an actor. Yeah. But there's certain things you have to do as an act, and I didn't know, you know, one from the other. And uh, But we became friends. We stayed friends uh, for many years, and I got lucky. I met another agent uh, by the name of Bob Raison, who passed away. But he was uh, he had the faith and confidence in me mm-hmm. that uh, I could do so, and I ended up. Gosh, I mean, if you look back, I got really lucky. Yeah. And you know, there's nothing I can say more than that because I went from one show to the next show to the next. Oh show. yeah, you were in everything. Like I said earlier, that you know, it seemed like you were the. <laughs> You were the person we'd see every week on on a different show, you know, because you were always right. you there. Know, I, ha- I have the record, by the way, for uh, not Love Boat, but uh, Love Connection or something. I mean, they had me on there more times than anyone else. Oh, really? Yeah. And, and even with, with Fantasy Island, Love Boat, I mean, I was on there more times. Of course, I was married to Jacqueline Smith. Ah, okay, yeah. And Aaron Spelling was the producer, so I'm thinking... Well, maybe that was the reason, you know, I mean, yeah. I can't uh, say, but I mean, it was uh, it was a great run, and I appreciate everyone that was involved, and what I appreciate even more is the uh, New Jersey people and the New Yorkers oh, why? that remember me oh. <laughs> and say, hey, man, whoa, and you know, I'm down in Fort Lauderdale now, yeah. and I see these... Uh, these New Jersey people, and they're saying, hey, I know you. <laughs> I mean, it's it's like such a nice compliment. Yeah. Brian, I mean, I, I promise you, it, it is, uh, you know, as long as you've been in the business. I ran into Henry Darrow. Do you know who that was? Uh, not, no. By Chaparral. Oh, okay, yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he, he was uh, on our show, the one I did with Rod Taylor. Mm-hmm. And he, uh, I mean, it's such a funny line. I mean, you'd have to be there to see it. And Rod Taylor said, is this the whole Air Force? And Henry says, I am the Air Force. <laughs> and, and he pushed his thing back that is wearing around his neck. Yeah. And I just I just happened to see him at an autograph session. And he was, like, so funny. And hmm. we talked about all these things. I mean, there is nothing greater than having friends that are in the business and that remember you. <laughs> now, now, when you were a stuntman, did you did you ever get hurt doing any stunts? Oh yeah, I got hurt a lot of times. Oh, did it break any bones ever? No, I didn't. Oh, that's good. But when I became uh, when I got onto uh, Howard Duff's show called Felony Squad, yes, I got hurt more times than I did as a stuntman. <laughs> really? <laughs> because they just didn't, you know, have the right people. And I said, no, don't worry about it. I'll do it, which was a big mistake. Oh, really? You know? <laughs> but, you know, you just, 
you just do those things, uh, maybe because I was a stuntman beginning. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, I just did anything. Anything they would ask me, okay, you got it, I got it. (laughs) But, I mean, it was like, it uh, it was a privilege. It was a wonderful privilege. To uh, to work with all the people that I've worked with, yeah, and a lot of them say, "Jesus, you're crazy." <laughs> but I mean, I wasn't crazy because I knew what I was doing. Yeah, except for a couple times. <laughs> <laughs> now, did you always want to be to be an actor? Uh, no, actually, Brian, I came out to Los Angeles to be a musician. Oh, really? I was a trumpet player, singer, and, and uh, I studied with Shorty Rogers. Probably nobody listening to you knows who Shorty Rogers was. <laughs> but, I mean, I studied with some great musicians, and then, uh, I don't know, they were saying, well, your trumpet playing is pretty bad, you know, but they sent me to Central Casting, mm-hmm. and I went to Central Casting. And I got the job. He said, just say yes to everything they write down. Hmm. Can you ride four up front, six up front? (laughs) I'm going, yeah. (laughs) I didn't know what four up front, six up front. (laughs) You know, that means if you're riding in a wagon. Okay. And you can handle four horses, six. I mean, I swear to as God is my judge, I didn't know what they were saying. I just said yes, because he told me to say yes. So anything they said. And I got hired. Wow, yeah. And then I ended up being a stuntman, and and it went from there to, uh, you know, standing in for Troy. Mm -hmm. And, you know, then Troy helped me. And, and, you know, Troy Donahue was a, a, a great, a great person. Yeah, yeah. And he just, you know, kind of said, hey, you know, do this, do that, blah, blah, blah. And, uh, you know, he died just a couple of years ago. Oh, really? Yeah. And it, it's just kind of, uh, you know, to me, sad. Yeah, yeah. But I remember the good times that we had together. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I hope your audience understands that... Uh, you know, these things happen, and there are really great people, really good people that try and help other people, and that's how Troy was to me. Oh, that's good. Yeah. And, but there were other people, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Now, you were on one of the first California soap operas that they were starting out back then? Uh, uh, yeah. Paradise they, they Bay? A show called Paradise Bay. Yeah. Which was done at CBS. Mm hmm. And they had never, never, ever tried, you know, a, a, a soap opera. I worked with Keith Andes, Marion Davis, 
uh, and other people that are very well known. Yeah. You know, I mean, I was just a kid. I, shit, I didn't know. You know, I was lucky. You know, I stayed up all night to memorize the lines. Did you find that and hard? Other people didn't stay up at all, <laughs> and I'm up all night going, as 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 trying to remember the lines. Oh yeah. But Jeez. it taught me one thing. That's what my acting coach coach said to me: you either memorize those lines, or I'm not taking you on as a client anymore. Wow. So yeah. I mean, I stayed up all night, learned the lines. Went to work, never missed a line. I'm, but there are stories that I could tell you that happened, you know, because the other people missed the lines. But I, I never, I can honestly say, I don't, in my heart, I don't think I missed a line. Hmm. And then when, when someone bobbled the line, I, you know, I had to make up. Some kind of line to make make the scene make sense. Right, yeah. Huh. But, you know, this is what acting is about. You know, you just kind of, uh, you, you kind of have to make it sometimes. Right, yeah. Or yeah. make up whatever it's called. Yeah. Well, you're on the radio, so you know. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I, uh, Ryan, I started as a radio person. Oh, you did? Yeah. Yeah, I studied with, uh, I'm going to try and think of his name. I can't think of his name. But he, he took me to his studio. He had a studio on, uh, <laughs> on Sunset Boulevard and he would take me in. That's when they had the pots and all that stuff. Mm -hmm, yeah. And he said, you have to do this. You have to do that. And I'm going, uh, yadi, oh, 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 okay. <laughs> you know, you get kind of stupid when you, you don't, understand what he's doing right he, he taught me the red johnny gun oh okay okay johnny gun hmm. he was with kbig okay this is back in the 60s yeah and he would take me there every night and work with me huh and then he took me to uh, catalina is where their main station was mm -hmm. do you know where that is yeah, I know what Catalina is, yeah. That's a little island out there. Yep, yep. <laughs> and he, he took me out there and made me work, you know, the pots and the this and the that. Mm -hmm. And it was so interesting. And, you know, so I, w I would never say I was an actor. I said, no, 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 I'm a radio DJ. <laughs> yeah. You know, because you have to kind of BS a little bit. Right, yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, my whole thing was to be an actor. Yeah, yeah. Now, so, I don't want to share too many stories here. But. <laughs> now, when you got Felony Squad, how did you get that part? Well, let's see. I was doing Brack. Uh, uh, let's see. I had just done a uh, a screen test for for that you know studio. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and they said we like him. He's very good. And we want him to narrate the show. Now, you have to understand, Howard Duff was on the show. Right. Howard yeah. Duff had one of the great voices of life. Mm -hmm. I, you know, when he did that thing with uh, Effie, you know? And I'm going, 
how did they give me this part? And I was still doing the daytime show. Uh-huh. I mean, I was up all night trying to uh, memorize the I mean, I have a copy of this. Oh, really? Yeah. I, someone gave me a copy of the pilot. Mm-hmm. So I just got it copied now, and it was like, it was pretty funny. I was like so serious. <laughs> this is Dennis Cole, and I want to tell you about a new show we have here on ABC. I mean, it was like the lines were all there, were written down. I mean, it, it was pretty funny. Yeah. Huh. But, I mean, I have to say, all in all, this has been one of the greatest experiences of my life. Yeah. Uh, I could never have experienced anything like this. I could never have sent my son to college. I could never have done so many things that I had been able to do because of show business. Yeah, yeah. Now, I just want people to know, because you know, we have eight, all age groups that listen to this show, and I want them to realize how often you were on TV during the, that time, like Medical Center, you were on four times, uh, Police Story three times, Charlie's Angels yeah. three times, Love Boat <laughs> three times, Fantasy Island nine times. I mean, you know, that's amazing. I mean, I, as I was looking over your your history, but I did Love American Style. Oh yeah, I did uh, uh, the other thing called uh, Oh, I can't remember. I mean, I have the record on so many shows. Oh yeah, I mean, and it's 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 a great privilege, you know, because people appreciated me, and I can only say I'm I'm so grateful to God. Yeah, that these things happened. Because hmm. how else could it have happened? Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm just a kid from Detroit, man. <laughs> <laughs> Now, you were mentioning about Barbary Coast and um, how you had done the pilot as Cash uh, Conover, and William Shatner was also on that pilot. Um, right. Now, I've heard different people say uh, that William Shatner was difficult to work with. Did you find that, that he was difficult? Well, not no, he wasn't difficult. He just wanted to do the last scene. Oh, really? You know what I'm saying? He yeah. wanted to do the the last close-up and so on. Mm-hmm. Uh, my problem was with the production company. Ah, uh, yeah. It wasn't with with uh, with him at all. Uh-huh. I mean, he was very nice. I mean, that's a whole other story that if you want to get into it. So I'm, I'm writing a book. Oh, you are? Oh. Yeah, I mean, I was involved with the mafia and all that stuff. Wow. When I was doing that show, but they weren't really the mafia. Mm-hmm. They were like sissies. <laughs> you know, when I confronted them, you know, it's like, oh, shit. I mean, excuse my expression, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. But, I mean, it, it was, uh, when you see this uh, transcript that I have, uh, and I hope you have uh, my address and everything else. Mm-hmm. Uh, we won't give it on the air. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, it's a pretty interesting story. Huh, yeah, it sounds it. I mean, really interesting, Is because that... I was uh, <laughs> put under the gun. Wow. And that's why the studio fired me, because they thought I was the mafia. Hmm, jeez. <laughs> that sounds like it'll be an interesting book. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, so our listeners can keep keep their eye out for that one. 
right. Now, uh, another thing, um, you played the part of Lance Prentice on The Young and the Restless for a while. Right. Yeah. How How is it, uh, was that difficult compared to primetime TV? No, I mean, it was, uh, you know, I, it scared me in the beginning because the first uh, series I did was all live. Mm-hmm. And there were no cue cards. There was nothing. Wow. And I said, oh, my God, I'm going back to this. <laughs> and I was so frightened to death. Yeah. And then I see all the cue cards. I'm going, oh, well, this isn't so bad. You know, I mean, I, I could do it. Yeah. Jeez. Now, you also have done a lot. Uh, I'm sorry. It was a great experience. Yeah. Huh. Now, you've also done a lot of theater work, haven't you? Yeah, over the years I've done uh, many shows. The last thing I did was uh, Victor Victoria with Tony Tennille, and that's where I got hurt. Oh, with Tony Tennille, so, wow. Yeah, so I've been uh, out of commission for the last few years Yeah, because of uh, an injury. But, you know, I'm I'm ready now. I'm coming back. Ah. Just give me a job. Yeah. I'll do radio. <laughs> I can just sit there. Right. I can sit there and talk. <laughs> That's easy, huh? <laughs> um, now, do you prefer theater, uh, being with the live audience, as, over acting in, say, a movie or a TV show? No, or Not really. I mean, it's all good. Yeah. Except if you have to do a show for nine, mm-hmm. nine months doing the same show. Th- does that get tiring? That's tough. It is? Yeah. But I've not been uh, stuck with that, you know, so... Yeah, because is it because it's the same? I mean, I just feel very fortunate. Yeah. Excuse me, I have the hiccups right, <laughs> right now. Yeah. You mentioned earlier the, that you go to some of these celebrity autograph shows. Yeah. I mean, I, I live down here in Fort Lauderdale, and I get people coming up every day. Aren't you that guy that did this and did that? <laughs> you know, I mean, it's so embarrassing. Oh, geez, yeah. But it, it's so nice. I mean, it, it's nice to be remembered and and thought of. Yeah, yeah. Now, when you're at those shows like that and you're signing the autographs and everything, do some people get a little overexcited and start, you know, shaking your hand too much or anything like that? No, I think I think most people are nice. I mean, you know, some. Well, except for those nude photos. No, I'm not going to say that. I'm, I'm just joking. Yeah. But but uh, the people are very nice, and I really appreciate their uh, attendance. Well, Dennis, it's been a lot of fun listening and uh, hearing all the stories you've had to tell, and we're going to keep a lookout for your book. That'll be an interesting. And I had even more, but I won't tell you those. <laughs> you got to save some for the Brian, book, thank right? Thank you so much. Man. Hey, Dennis, thank you. I really appreciate it. God bless you and good health, happiness, and peace of mind. Take care. you and your audience. Thank you. Well, we want to thank Dennis Cole for taking the time to share his experiences with us here on On Screen and Beyond. And uh, coming up next week on On Screen and Beyond. Like I say, we were a little late getting this one out because of the fact that we were in uh, California at the California Independent Film Festival. So this one's coming to you a little late, but the next one will be coming hopefully on time. And uh, then, who knows? I'm not going to say who's going to be coming on because I have a list of guest stars that is unbelievable that share with you stories that that you just don't hear anywhere else. This is the place to continuously hear the stars 
and their stories and everything else that goes along with their careers, and it's all right here and on screen and beyond. So uh, next week, we'll have another interesting guest for you. And don't forget to check out our Filmmakers Corner page on onscreenandbeyond.com. And you can hear some of the filmmakers that are up and coming and got some great little films that will be coming out. And uh, if you're at a festival, you probably might be able to catch them there, too. And uh, we uh, very adamantly try to get you to go to these film festivals because they're just so much fun. You get to meet some uh, great filmmakers and you also get to meet some stars and uh, have a good time. And uh, we always have a good time when we go out to the California Independent Film Festival. And next time, we have, like I say, another great guest for you. Hope you'll be around for that one. And we want to thank all the people who have been sending us emails, uh, saying what they think about the show and what they like and who they would suggest for a guest star uh, that we could interview. If you have a suggestion of somebody who would like us to try to uh, get, um, give us a, you know, give us an email at feedback at onscreenandbeyond.com, and we'll do our best to see if we can connect with that person and get them on the show, and you can hear all about their life story and things that uh, they've worked for and people they've worked with, and uh, it, it's just just fascinating to listen to these people. So we hope you'll join us on the next episode. And uh, I just want to remind you also that uh, if you're downloading this on iTunes, you get to see little pictures down in the corner if you're listening to it on your computer or if you're listening on your iPod, you can see pictures as we talk about these different movies that are coming out and, of course, the person we're interviewing. So that's one thing. And if you are listening on iTunes, if you'd like to go to the iTunes um, you know, on screen and beyond the little page there that they have and you want to leave a, a remark... We'd love to have you do that because uh, that'll give other people a chance who look and, you know, are you know, just rummaging around to see what's out there. And if they see that you like the show, uh, tell them a little something about it. And uh, we'd appreciate that. Uh, you know, give us a little a little praise or something for, for uh, the people that you've enjoyed on the show. But uh, anyways, uh, otherwise than that, we just appreciate you being here. And we hope you'll continue right here and on screen and beyond. So that's about it for now. Until next time, this is Brian saying take care. Thank you.